0: Life Audio. Welcome to the Crosswalk Devotional. We're glad to have you listening. Today's topic is all about listening and learning. We'll return with the devotional after a brief message from one of our sponsors. Listening to Learn by Meg Booker, read by Leah Martin. My dear brothers and sisters, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry, because human anger doesn't produce the righteousness that God desires. Therefore, get rid of all moral filth and the evil that's so prevalent and humbly accept the word planted in you, which can save you. James 1, 19-21 Silence is defined as the absence of any sound or noise, stillness, the state or fact of being silent, muteness, absence or omission of mention, comment, or expressed concern. The silent treatment has turned into ghosting. To ghost someone is to suddenly end all contact with a person without explanation, especially in a romantic relationship. James says in the verse above, Be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. Anger is a necessary emotion, but the way we handle it is important. James tells us why human anger doesn't produce the righteousness that God desires. Then he says, Humbly accept the word planted in you which can save you. In other words, listen. Tempers are lost and people are ghosted because. We're disobedient to the word planted in us. The Holy Spirit is faithful to convict us when we're about to cross the line in anger, but it's our choice to listen. Paul wrote to the Ephesians, Don't sin by letting anger control you. Don't let the sun go down while you're still angry, for anger gives a foothold to the devil. Ephesians four twenty-six through 27 God created us to need each other. Nowhere in Scripture does it say we have the right to give someone the silent treatment, to ignore a brother or sister, or ghost someone out of anger. Please consider, as a special side note to this article, in situations of abuse, please seek help. Intersecting Faith and Life Love prospers when a fault is forgiven, but dwelling on it separates close friends. Proverbs 17.9 Matthew recorded a conversation between Peter and Jesus. Then Peter came to him and asked, Lord, how often should I forgive someone who sins against me? Seven times? No, not seven times, Jesus replied, but 70 times seven. Matthew eighteen twenty-one through 22. The Bible equips us with steps to repair relationships. God is faithful to place people in our lives purposely. When we've responded in anger and wreck a relationship, there are three things Scripture tells us to do. One own our behavior. Matthew eighteen fifteen through 17 says, if another believer sins against you, go privately and point out the offense. If the other person listens and confesses it, you've won that person back. But if you're unsuccessful, take one or two other with you and go back again so that everything you say may be confirmed by two or three witnesses. If the person still refuses to listen, take your case to the church. And if he or she won't accept the church's decision, Treat that person as a pagan or a corrupt tax collector. Two, apologize. Hurt people hurt people. We can have loving compassion for others who are hurting by choosing to walk the road of forgiveness before we receive an apology. However, when we're responsible for hurting another person, it's important to acknowledge the hurt we've caused, whether or not it was intentional. James wrote, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The earnest prayer of a righteous person has great power and produces wonderful results. James 5.16 And three, lead with love. Always forgiven, never loved less. It's a phrase I've said to my daughters over and over and taught them to communicate to their friends as well. Jesus' command on how many times we're to forgive someone in Matthew 18, 21 through 22, allows us to safely assume he means always forgive. Why? Because we're always forgiven. 1 John 1, 9 says, But if we confess our sins to him, he is faithful and just to forgive our sins. There's nothing we can do to outrun the love of God. Romans eight thirty-eight says, Nothing can ever separate us from God's love. But learning to listen is hard. We're by nature very offendable. Though it may seem easiest to ghost someone out of our lives, the truth is they were put there on purpose. Cutting them out only robs us of the reason they were there in the first place. Instead of just running from the inevitable difficulty, that is, relationships with other people,